Hey y'all. <clears throat> A lot has been done. <laughs> I um, cleaned up the kitchen. Got a lot of laundry done. Um, it's been a rough day. Like mentally, it's been a rough, a rough day. Um, <clears throat> I don't know for those of you who have kids, or even just, I'm sure you don't have to have kids to feel um, I'm going to explain. Um, I sometimes get anxious and I feel bad because I don't mean to act upset with my kids, but I do. And I feel really, really bad. And I, uh, I feel even worse afterwards because I, you know, I don't do anything crazy. Like I don't believe in spanking. Um, like I may slap a hand if <clears throat> they're touching something that they're not like if it's imminent danger I may like stop it stop it you know but I don't um, I don't believe it's spanking <clears throat> so I don't do that um, but you know yelling and um, screaming that can do just as much harm as spanking and I know that but um, sometimes I get so anxious it just comes out and I always try to remind my kids you know Michaela is nine rivers three so he doesn't quite get it yet but Michaela um I try to remind her as much as I can you know I'm sorry I, sh I was wrong I shouldn't have done that you know I was just very anxious and I'm honest with her I tell her you know my anxiety is really really bad today I need I need you to understand that you know you're not doing anything wrong it's just my anxiety and I apologize But I still feel bad whenever it happens, whenever I um, have <clears throat> a really bad uh, anxiety attack or panic attack or even if I don't have like an anxiety attack and I've just been really anxious and nervous, I feel bad and I know it's not my fault. Um, I am responsible for my reactions. I'm responsible for my actions and for what I say and how I act. Um, yeah, it's my responsibility, but... I know it's not like I can really control my anxiety. I can try to, and I can control how I act in the moment when I'm feeling anxious. <clears throat> but um, it's hard. This past uh, year, since I got um, back on methadone, because I haven't really gone in depth to a video yet to let everyone know about um, like my past and everything but it's coming I just need to get more comfortable with the camera and with myself but I was on methadone for about two years I got off properly tapered off properly healthy way and I was off for about six months and then last year and right at the beginning of the epidemic or pandemic <laughs> um I got back on methadone because I started having really bad cravings and I just <clears throat> my anxiety kicked in full full swing in my depression just I couldn't even get out of my bed um, like I was frozen to my bed all day every day because I was so scared to leave my room 
and it's gotten a little bit better since I've been on methadone. I've been kind of stable and back in treatment. But um, I've my anxiety has been so bad the past year, and it's like <clears throat> not regular anxiety. Like my anxiety has never been physical. Like it would be um, like I would get nervous, but now I start to sweat. I start to shake. My heart starts to pound, and that's never happened to me. Um, and I was like, I get scared of dying for no reason. Like, I'm terrified to die and leave my kids. I've never felt that before. And, you know, my daughter's nine. I've never felt scared to leave her. And I think <clears throat> it's because I'm finally realizing what I have to live for. Before, I thought my daughter was better off without me because I was an addict. And I left her with my parents and I, I wasn't a good mother before and I had nothing to live for. I thought I had nothing to live for. And now since I've gotten sober, um, I'm realizing I have everything to live for. And I love my kids so much in a way I never knew I could. Here he comes. <laughs> I love my kids in a way I never knew I could. And uh, that terrifies me because I know one day I won't be here. And it causes me to not even want to leave them. Um, I'm having severe separation anxiety with both of my kids because I don't ever want to leave them. So I'm finding it really hard to leave the house. Um, there are some days I let my daughter stay home from school because I don't want to leave her. And that's not okay. And I recognize that, so. I know I'm not alone. I know there has to be other people who feel this because I know one thing I've learned in life with um, being an addict and going through recovery and going through everything I've been through, seeing everything I have seen in life, I have learned I am never alone. And I've learned you're never alone. You are never the only people or the only person who is feeling the way you feel. And I've learned that in life. There's always somebody else who does understand what I'm saying. And I'm hoping maybe somebody does understand what I'm saying. And I'm, you know, maybe I can let someone else know you're not alone. You know, I am a better person now than I was four years ago. I'm a better mother than I was even two years ago. Um, but in being a better person comes acceptance of all the wrongs I have done. And being a better person means I have to admit my faults. And being a better person means I have a hell of a lot to lose. And I guess I'm just terrified to lose it all again. Because if I do relapse, it's gone. Like, I don't know how many more chances I have in this world. I've hit rock bottom at least three times. And I've lost everything. I don't know how many times. And I, I don't want to do it again. And it terrifies me because if I end up slipping up, I don't think I can live with myself again. And it's terrifying to think that.
and as an addict, I can't, I can't dwell on that. Um, I have to stay positive and I have to remember I'm a better person. I am happy. I have two wonderful, loving, awesome kids. I have my parents on, you know, behind me, standing beside me. Um, full support of my parents. Without them, I would not be here. No doubt in my mind. If it were not for them, I would not be here. I would not be alive. And I have so much to be thankful for and so much to be grateful for, and I am. But, you know, some days it's just hard. And I guess, I don't know, maybe videoing this, I can look back at it. And it's my release, maybe? I don't know. I don't even know if this is going to make it in the video because it's so open. And I know how, they, how the world is. And they may see this and think, you know, oh, she's in a bad place. She doesn't deserve her kids. And that's what people think. And it's sad that somebody can't get better. Like, yeah, I was a bad person and I was an addict. Well, I, I'm a recovering addict, but, you know, I was an active addiction and I did rotten things, but now I'm better. But the world is still going to judge me for what I did. They're not going to judge me for how good I am now. And it's sad because my own family does it to me. <laughs> People I've known for 20 years longer do it to me yeah but for a few years you were an addict for a few years you were an active addiction it's not for my whole 30 years of living you know five of them i was an active addiction for opiates less than five actually it's not you know you're a better person now you're doing good you're doing great it's but you did this and some days i am most days i am my own worst critic and that's one thing the world and those people will never know is I am my own worst critic. Nothing you say will ever, ever stand up to what I tell myself. <laughs> and then I look at Papa and Michaela. <laughs>